Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. a window to our breakthrough. Our trigger is a window to our breakthrough. And basically that means that the thing that triggers you is not something to run from, but something to really pay attention to. It's very, very important. Um, it's kind of, it, it, and, and I think I'll just give, kind of give you an idea where my mind was headed with this. When I gave you guys the, uh, the verse from the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald uh, about the waves turning the minutes to hours. I have a distinct memory of that. I had a, I had a 33 foot boat on Chesapeake Bay for a number of years. And there were several times I crossed that bay in the middle of the night during a, a horrific windstorm. Now it was nothing like what the Edmund Fitzgerald went through, but I remember like it was, it was hairy. It was a really hairy experience to, to do that. And it's, it's in those moments though, because it's not like, it's not like you might be thinking to yourself, well, why is he giving us the lyric from this song? That's not very positive. No, but it triggers something in you to think, right? Like when you find something that pulls at the strings inside of you, you have to ask yourself, why is that doing that? Why? Like, what is there? Is there something there? There's something there. So it's, it's telling us there's something there that we need to learn. And I have found that it, that happens all through life. It happens through everything, whether it's within your business, it could be with somebody in your team. It could be somebody, it could be a client. Um, it could be uh, uh, a partner, a spouse, a friend, a parent, family, there's, there's a, it's a growth edge. It's really signaling a growth edge. But because it doesn't feel good, many people want to walk away from it or they want to figure out a way to get whatever they perceive as causing it to stop. So that brings us to chapter 11 in the science of getting rich, acting in the certain way. He said, thought is the impelling force which causes the creative power to act, period. Single sentence. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's a study sentence. Thought is the impelling force which causes the creative power to act. If you just take that sentence and you write it down on a card and sit with it and really burn it into the cells of your brain, you start to create that connection that my thinking is what causes the universe to respond. It's you. It's always been you. It'll always be you. And the more we become aware of that, and, I, and here's, this is something I think is fascinating. The longer you study and you apply these principles, the more aware you, you become over time of how true that statement is. I started studying this stuff in 1993. And when I read that sentence, I am more aware of how true that is today than I was two weeks ago. And I practice it every damn day. 
Like it's always in my mind. It's astounding when you see how it's never ending. The possibility that it creates in your life is never ending. It's good or bad. Like it doesn't matter if you're creating something bad or it doesn't matter if you're creating something good. It is your thought that's creating it. Thinking in a certain way, which if you remember what I told you, whenever he mentions certain way, he's talking about by law. Um, uh, thinking in a certain way will bring riches to you, but, but, then this is an important but, you must not rely upon thought alone, paying no attention to personal action. I cannot tell you over a 20-year period of time, People that have told me that have read this book, and I can see that they're in magical thinking. I'm like, have you read chapter 11 of Science of Getting Rich about personal action? No, I don't remember that. It's like, yeah, you have to do something. You have to put that thought form into a cause and effect action. Pay no attention to personal action. That is the rock upon which many otherwise scientific metaphysical thinkers meet shipwreck. The failure to connect thought with personal action. We have not yet, and this is important, because there are many people that want to go to the magical thinking place of this next sentence. And as far as we know, it does not exist. Not in, in, not in the physical reality that we all are experiencing life. We have not yet reached the stage of development in which a person can create directly from the formless substance without nature's processes or the work of human hands. A person must act as well as think. Must act. And if you're looking for evidence of truth on this, I always like to go to undisturbed nature to look at this in my mind. Like what is it in its original existence you don't see it happen without action. So it's true there as well. Nature acts. The Probably the most magnificent thing about nature is where does it act from, which is that instinct that we've talked about. But it still acts. By thought, you cause the gold in the hearts of the mountains to be impelled toward you, but it will not mine itself, refine itself, coin itself into double eagles and come rolling along the roads into your pocket. Under the impelling force of the supreme power, people's affairs will be so ordered that someone will be led to mine the gold for you, and another person's business transactions will be so directed that the gold will be brought toward you. That sounds good, right? I think it sounds good. What is he saying here, though? Everything comes from God or the universe, but it comes through people. From the universe, through people. Like, get a visualization of that in your mind. Like, whatever you see in your mind. Just visualize that energy from the heavens, from God, from the universe, through the physical. From, through. It's not, when you look at another person, never think from. Think through. My opportunity is coming through you. When I have somebody who wants to sign up with me as a personal client, it's an opportunity coming through them. What I can offer other human beings as far as advancement in life is coming through me, not from me, through me. So God, the universe, is always working from and through. Why is that important? Because when you think of your source of supply, you have to not think of individuals. 
that's where that's where the place where we can get we should get the judgment out of our mind so to speak we really should we're here to help you're here to help whatever product or service you offer as a business is here to add to humanity but not everybody needs what you have as much as you may think it that's arrogance but there are enough people here that need what you have that you can become unbelievably wealthy. You can live whatever kind of life that you want. But you have to get real about the idea from and through. From and through. You, that, because of the different, a lot of the difference is where do you place your faith? I place my faith in that supreme power or that infinite intelligence or however you want to see it because it doesn't judge you. So it doesn't matter what you call it. That's also a like one of those mind things. You must arrange your own business affairs so that you're able to receive it when it comes to you. Your thought makes all things animate and inanimate work to bring you what you want. However, your personal activity must be such that you can rightly receive what you want when it reaches you. That is a mouthful. Because what does that mean? You have to set your business up correctly. If you don't set the channels of distribution up correctly in your life based on, well, I mean, look at how we're living today. It's very different than it was seven, eight months ago, right? Channels of distribution have changed. How are you interacting? How is from and through getting to you based on channels of distribution? So you have to set up your affairs accordingly so that that flows. That's why very sound and up-to-date business practices are so vitally important. If you don't know them, you need to bring somebody in your life that does know them that can teach them to you. We're constantly, I mean, Steph and Liz will verify this all day long, constantly looking at people that can keep us up-to-date on the newest technology, the newest whatever, marketing, you know, everything. And we pay big money for that knowledge. We don't have to figure everything out ourselves. Somebody else is figuring it out. But if we don't do that, you become out of date and the from and through can't get to you. So there's always this evolution within business and, and society of how things are moving. When I did How to Navigate Uncertainty during a, a crisis, the first thing that occurred to me when COVID happened was that all the channels of distribution were changing and it was going to cause people to freak out. But if they understood that all they were doing was morphing and not completely going away, they wouldn't lose their sense of control over their own life, which is kind of what we see the people that are losing it out there. That's really what the issue is. They don't know how to have control over their own life. Everything that their paradigm is wired to experience in life as to how do they stay safe and certain like those rules are gone. At least right now they're gone. There's nothing to grab onto. But if you understand it's not gone, it's changed. The universe will always bring you what you need, but you have to be able to be limber enough in your thinking to switch your mind and say, what's the new channel of distribution? How is it getting to me? And maybe you're actually part of creating that depending on what you do working and testing and trying new ideas. 
Maybe you're not. Maybe you just need to get that information from somebody else who knows. But when you do, you moving in, you move back into flow, you move back into allowing it to come to you. It's never difficult. The change is a little difficult because we resist letting go of whatever we're resisting or what we're, we're, we're attached to. But it's never really difficult. You have to have a willingness. So the real thought for today is the idea that you can look at it like this also. You could say, you could say the trigger or you could say what I resist. Whatever I resist, my breakthrough is there also. All it is is that for some reason, positive or negative, you're attached to something. It suggests something else that you're experiencing, causes a trigger inside. Don't run from it. Go into it. Move into it in like, what is this? What am I experiencing? What does this need to teach me? What is it going to tell me? And then the power of the fear and the doubt and the worry goes away. And that's it. You learn what you need to learn and you move on. And you continue to grow. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.